We're here at the corner of Pitt and King Streets in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. What happened here on May 24, 1861, brought the Civil War to the steps of the nation's capital. Today we're here in the National Portrait Gallery in the exhibition, The Death of Ellsworth. I'm Warren Perry, and we're talking with NPG historian James Barber. Can you tell us, please, why this exhibition and why right now? Death of Ellsworth, that's the title of the exhibition, and there, it's, it's three stories. It's a national story, it's a local story, the incident happens just in Alexandria, Virginia, across the river, and it's also a Smithsonian story. It's a national story. Uh, Elmer Ellsworth was the first Union officer to be killed in the Civil War. It's a local story uh, that happens at the Marshall House, which um, is a corner of Pitt and King Street in Alexandria, Virginia. And it's a Smithsonian story in the sense that uh, Ellsworth's Avenger donated then several key artifacts from the incident to the Smithsonian, namely the rifles and his uh, Medal of Honor. This incident will warrant, it, 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 it'll be the first incident where the Medal of Honor is given. So what we see in this exhibition was actually taken from that moment, the inciting moment of the war beginning with the occupation of Alexandria. Can you tell us a little bit about the exhibition? The exhibition uh, is, composed of those, of, like you say, uh, many original artifacts from the, the, the incident, the, the rifles, the bayonets. We have pieces of the, uh, the, the Marshall House becomes a mecca after the incident for sightseers, and they literally will carve away bits and pieces of it. So we have some of those, uh, those artifacts too, uh, a portion of the flagpole, a uh, bit of, the, of the, the flag, which caused all the trouble, and uh, uh, a bit of the bloodstained flooring and whatnot. Okay, so now what we have to get you to do, if you can, can you please tell us the story of Elmer Ellsworth? What happens, yes. The, uh, Ellsworth is a young 24-year-old, uh, very enthusiastic uh, about the military. He wants to get in this brewing war, and he goes to New York City early in April and organizes the uh, regiment there called the First New York Fire Zouaves. And these uh, Fire Zouaves are basically New York firemen. They're very good at what they do, putting out fires. They're also, if truth be known, good at starting fires and putting them out. Um, so they're, uh, they're, it's a rough and tumble bunch. Ellsworth, ironically, is he made his reputation the year before, the summer of 1860, for organizing a regiment of uh, Chicago's of all cadets, and they were uh, famous for their military discipline and uh, precision drill. These uh, New York firemen were not the same, and Ellsworth doesn't have, the, it just doesn't have the time to instruct and drill these, uh, these recruits. Uh, Lincoln has asked for 75,000 militia to come to the aid of Washington, and Ellsworth's and the Zouaves are part of that. Uh, after Virginia secedes on May 23rd, Lincoln will waste no time and orders troops into uh, Northern Virginia. And the Ellsworth Zouaves are part of that invasion. They land on the Cameron Street Wharf in Alexandria, Virginia, 
and Ellsworth, with a small detail of men, he will march towards, uh, he wants to, to occupy the, the telegraph office. And on his way up King Street to find, uh, to occupy the telegraph office, he sees this huge Confederate flag flying above a hotel called the Marshall House. He makes a detour with his small detail of men, goes to the hotel, climbs to the third floor, hauls down the flag, and on his way down, he meets the, the innkeeper, the one person he doesn't want to meet in Northern Virginia. And this is uh, James W. Jackson, an ardent secessionist. To give you a, a sense of Jackson's passion for secession, not only was the flag huge, it was, it was 14 by 25 feet on a 30-foot flagpole. It, they, allegedly, it could be seen from the second floor of the White House with binoculars, um, which gave Lincoln pause, um, among others. But Jackson represented the, the radical element. And uh, you know, it, it's amazing that he's got, he confronts Ellsworth. He doesn't shoot the man in front of Ellsworth with the rifle. That's Francis Brown now. He, his first blast is to Ellsworth with the flag. And, and Jackson had uh, boasted throughout town that he would uh, defend that flag with his life. Which Jackson did, and then Brownell, as you said, avenges the death of Ellsworth. Is that how this That's comes right. into play? Right. All in a matter of you know, a few seconds. This is an English-made uh, double-barrel shotgun. It belonged to James W. Jackson, the innkeeper of the Marshall House. And this shotgun he put to use, uh, Ellsworth received the first barrel, the second barrel uh, went amiss when uh, uh, Ellsworth Avenger, Francis Brownell, with his rifle and bayonet, uh, sort of confronted Jackson and uh, skewed his aim. So that was Jackson's shotgun. This is actually Francis Brownell's rifle, is that correct? Correct. It's a model 1855 Harper's Ferry, and uh, it's the rifle that uh, Brownell was holding and carrying, and, and the bayonet that uh, he used to dispatch James W. Jackson. More battles were fought in the state of Virginia than any other state during the entire Civil War. However, the battle that was fought here, on this street corner in Alexandria, Virginia, made a martyr out of James Jackson for the Southern cause and Elmer Ellsworth for the cause of the Union.